welcome to Part of the Boss, the podcast that talks everything Scottish football from up and down the country. It's just me, Andy Dixon. We're just going to do a little bit of a tier six and below review, I think. Um, and it's just want to go through this just now. So it's going to be just a podcast of me talking more summaries more than anything else. But I think that just to give a little update for anybody that hasn't um, been keeping up with the non-leagues of Scottish football below the Lowland League. But what we're going to do is we'll go to the South Challenge Cup. Um, it's probably the biggest competition that the these clubs can play out with, like cup competition against multi-leagues compared out with the, the big Scottish Cup. So we're currently in the fourth round. Um, I've just got to run through some of the scores first of all and we'll come back to have a look at them as well. So uh, Beath Juniors 2, Kirk and Tullock, Rob Roy 3. You've got Broxburn Athletic two, a uh, three, Auchinleck Talbot now, Cali Braves two, Cumbernauld United now. You've got Cowdenbeath six, Lanark United now. Dunbar and Cumbernauld Colts was postponed. You've got Herit Watt University one, Rother Glen Glen Cairn three. You've got Kennyway Starts, Kennyway Star Hearts I should say, um, and St Andrew United postponed. You've got Kilwin and Rangers three, Albion Rovers now. You've got Lags Thistle one, Ashfield two. You've got Luger Boswell Thistle zero. Trinent 5, you've got Musselburgh now, Johnstonborough 2, uh, Pollock 2, Linlithgow Rose now, you've got St Carrick's 2, East Kilbride 5, you've got Shots Bonacord 2, Glen Afton 1, um, you've got 3 Rovers and Leith Athletic was postponed, and then you've got Troon 3, you've got Thornton Hibs 2. Um, so going running through some of these results, um, I think that the your top result, you'd uh, obviously Beath Juniors, who have been obviously the pace setters won the league last year in the West, probably have been one of the the form teams as well. They are they have been sitting second, um, due to obviously Claybank have played three more games, but they have been on a little bit of a sticky patch. Uh, to be honest, I mean they they lost to Darvel midweek, they they managed to beat Pollock the week before on the Saturday, but they had lost to Claybank and uh, they'd lost to Broomhill in the Scottish Cup, um, as well. So. I mean, it's not they're not battering all the teams down. I mean, I th- when I first seen the result, I actually forgot it was the South Challenge Cup because obviously they're both west of Scotland. Um, but I mean, that's a a really good result for Kirk and Tillick, um to move on to the next round as well. I mean, Beath whether they're prioritising the the top, obviously the the league it could be. I mean, that's out one com- cup competition, so they're able to go and get their. Um, their league, their league form, and get these games sorted out. So, I think we'll wait and see how that obviously plays out for them. I think moving down, I think Battle of the West and the East, um, one of many, I should say, will come down to them as well. Is Broxburn Athletic flying in East of Scotland, absolutely flying um, up against Auchinleck Talbot, who haven't had the best, I say, starts to the season. We're in mid November now, um, but they have obviously picked up uh, for a fair amount since. But um, that Broxburn team are absolutely flying. Um, or, or doesn't help when Auchinleck get a man sent off of course but from what I've seen there I think the Broxburn controlled the game and managed it and done what they needed to to get round so um, I mean well done to them I think going down that again I mean Cali Braves beating Cumbernauld United pretty straightforward isn't it um, you're probably you're saying the same with Cowdenbeath and Lanark uh, lower league teams certainly able to get through Um Against lower non-league, uh, lower league opposition, um, 
I mean, you're obviously seeing the same with brother, brother Glenn Glen Cairn, um, who are doing really well in the first division in the west of Scotland against Terry at Watt University, another battle east to west, of course. Um, I've seen Rother Glen this season already. Um, they're not, they're quite a good side as well, and I probably would have expected them to beat uh, Heriot Watt. At the, um, big shock next is obviously Kill Winning Rangers. Uh, three Albion Rovers now. Whether, again, it's back to this is how serious are Albion Rovers taking it all, all in all. I mean, obviously, their biggest priority would have been to try and get out of this. Um, it's our first ever um, shot in the South Challenge Cup, of course. So it's you never know obviously how they've how they have taken it, but I mean going out away from home getting beat three 0 fake one in Rangers as well, um is certainly not a um is not one that they would have expected, wanted or even to build on of course because obviously further you can get into this as well. A wee bit of form, we wee bit um how I don't know what I'm trying to say. How was gonna say happiness, but it's a wee a little bit of positivity around the club as well, especially after the season they had last season. Um, it's not been the best starts in the loan league for them either. I mean, they obviously lost, they didn't start so many games because of the League Cup, but, I mean, there they are. They got beat 3-0 for kill winning, so they're out, they're out the South Challenge. So as again, back to focusing on the league. You've got, obviously, Ashfield, Lugar, eh, Largs. You've got then, obviously, you'd expect Trinent to beat Lugar, Boswell, Thistle. I think that it's, is it a shock that Johnston Borough beat Musselburgh in this round? Probably, probably not. I, I don't know because Musselburgh obviously have, they're not they're not flying at the top of the East of Scotland, but they're an East of Scotland Premiership side. They've done well in the Scottish Cup. I mean, they took Clyde to extra time not that long ago. Um, but you've got Johnston Borough who have spent an absolute fortune, small fortune on players. So it is it's one of these is that it's probably more match than you'd maybe think. I think the same with Pollock and two Linlithgow rows now. I think that that's a very matched game. I think that Pollock are a really good side as well. I've seen them this season. Obviously, they came at Pennycook, absolutely scudded us in the Scottish Cup. Um, Linlithgow rows newly promoted side. They're going through a little bit of a dip at the moment, I think, with players that are maybe not be able to step up to the, the Lowland League. Um, they took an absolute scudding off bonus athletic. We'll come to that later on. Um, but Again, I think that they're maybe going through a little transition. Pollock have taken advantage in there in the next round. You'd expect East Colbride to beat St Carrick's as good as, obviously, East Colbride uh, or St Carrick's, I should say. Well, easy to get them mixed up because a lot of St Carrick's players were the East Colbride um, team who won the Lowland League Cup last year. So, that's a little bit, of, little bit of needle, maybe. But, again, you'd expect East, the current East Colbride side to go out win that game quite easily. Probably, you probably expect Glen Afton to go and beat Shots Bon Accord, obviously, but I think Shots are doing really well. Um, they've started the season really well too, so again, that's probably a li- just that little bit tighter. And then Troon versus Stunton Hibs, it's one or the other. I think it's just another battle of the East, and obviously Troon came out 3-2 winners. So there we are, that's the fourth round. We're going to move into the fifth round now. Um, we've still got a couple of games, obviously, to play. Anyway, Star Hearts. St Andrews United, Dunbar are going to host Cumbernauld. I think that Dunbar game at Cumbernauld is going to be an absolute cracker, um, especially because Dunbar must have played pretty well since they've started the season. So, yeah, I think that going forward, I think that you've got Dunbar United, um, Cumbernauld, you've got those three games to come. But the draw will probably be coming out roughly about this time, probably the podcast does. But um, So there we are, and we'll hopefully get those games. 
uh, covered as well. So that's where we are at the moment with the South Challenge Cup. So let the pet shop judge, we're going to go west. It's west of Scotland, we'll start there. Let's go through it. Um, just to give an update on the some of the league tables, so we'll know a little bit of information and things, but as I said, it's just more a, a round-up more than, than anything else. But we'll go down to the 4th Division, west of Scotland. We have the Glenvale, top of the league, 34 points. You've got St Peter's, 31 points. And, uh, you've got Tom Athletic, 26. Rossville, 25 and 4th. And Giffnick, Giffnick, sorry, on in 5th and 24. And then... That's really, you've got 23 Luger, Boswell Thistle, East Kilbride Thistle, 23-22. The BSC Glasgow on 20. You've got Knightswood on 20. Eglinton, New Mains United, Carluke, Campbellton Pupils, Royal Albert, Easter House and Salt, Coats Victoria, bottom of the league with six points. I mean, there has also been Royal Albert got three points deducted in October um, on the 16th for feeling an eligible player as well. So it is, at the moment, obviously you've got a Glenville three-point lead. Play the same amount of games as St Peter's, and they have a five and a eight point lead over Thorn Athletic. So, I mean, I don't know too much more about that at the moment, but it's also good just to, to get them rounded up as well. We're going to go up a division two, um, and we've got the we've also got at the player. So we've got Bells Hill Athletic, top of the league, twenty nine points. Irvine Victoria, twenty four points, and Greenwich Juniors on third and twenty two points. You've got teams in here as well. Darai Thistle, 17 points. You've got last year's promoted teams such as Three Rovers, 17 points as well in 10th. And then it goes right down. West Park United, who came up, who are in 15th. And you've got Killer Rovers in 16th on 5 points as well. I mean, it's probably a little bit tighter. Teams I didn't mention there were Glasgow United, uh, 21 points. You've got Vale Leaven, even I should say, on 20 points. Finnert on 19 Lanark United on 18 points as well. So, I mean, it is getting that. Uh, it's probably a little bit tighter uh, in this division. And Glasgow United also got a three point deduction in October as well for fielding an ineligible player. This seems to happen a lot, to be honest. Um, as I said, we are just going to wrap it up. We'll go into the second division now. Teams that we might know a little wee bit more about as well. Uh, top of the leagues are, are Drossen Winton Rovers, who they have played 15. Games have 36 points and they are 10 points clear of Cumble now United who are on 26 points but they do have two games in hand of course uh, so they can close the gap a little bit Kilsyth Rangers are on 26 points with 15 games as well and behind them is obviously Caledonian Locomotive on 23 and they've played 13 games and Vale Clyde are on 22 points played 13 games as well alongside Mary Hill and it's just goal difference that is separating those teams um, going through it as well, you've got Bonnet and Thistle, 19 points. You've got Yoker, 19 points. Newcourt Juniors, 18. You've got St Anthony's in, in Larkhall Thistle and Glasgow Perthshire all on 17. Craigmark Bontonians on 16. Fourth Wanderers, 13th and 14th place. Second bottom is Wishaw with 10 points and Glasgow Uni at 6. And again, they will love an eligible player through here. Because <laughs> we've got on 7th of August, we've got St Anthony's got 3 points deducted. Um, from their side and that was for an eligible player as well so all fun and games down here I mean to be fair if they hadn't had that three points and this is how tight it is in this division if St Anthony's hadn't lost those three points uh, for the eligible player they would have been sixth instead of well it's ten it's only four places but it's so tight three points separate Mary Hill um, 
the bonnet and thistle and then bonnet and thistle 19 and it's three points all the way down to 13th so 7th to 13th in the second division is so tight um let's get further up we've known even more about some of these teams uh, so here we are we have we'll start at the bottom you've got what well, is victoria they've got three points all season um it's not great at all um you've got Canberra's lang rangers they have got 11 points on 15th you've got Kilburnley lead side on 11th they've just signed Liam Coogan so Penny Cook Athletic actually um, they've got Neilston who are on 12 points you've got St Rocks on 14 points uh, you've got Thornywood United on 16 you've got Renfrew on 17 with Johnston big spending Johnston Borough on 17 points um, what I will say is that Johnston Borough have got 5 games in hand over this team in 2nd and they've got well, only two games in hand over the leaders, but we'll come to them in a minute. You've got Mabel Youth Juniors on 18, Ashfield on 19, you've got Kill One and Rangers on 20, Shotsborn Accord on 21, you've got Peter Hill on 23, alongside Brother Glen Brother Glenn Glen Cairn on 23, you've got Blantyre Victoria on 25, and you've got Drum Chapel United on 25 points as well. So they're a top of the league, it's goal difference that's separate a lot of them. Um Drum Chapel United, very unlucky not to go up last season, of course. They've got a positive goal difference of 22 uh, compared to Plantar Victoria, who are on minus 5. So they played 15 games, they've got 25 points, but they've got minus 5 goal difference. Um, it shows you how, again, how tight it is even here. So you're going through, Brother Glenn are obviously, they're, they've played a game less than John Chapel, but they're two points behind. They've got, behind that as well, Shots Bon Accord, they've played a game less than John Chapel. They're four points behind, but again, it brings it out, depending on who their game in hand is, of course. Um, brings them right back into it. Kilwin and Rangers a game. They've played only one game less as well than the leaders, as of Ashfield. Johnston Borough have played two games less than the leaders. They're on they're on 17 points. That six points brings them right back into the mix as well. I'd imagine with a lot of these teams, there is a lot of games in hand missing. It's going to be up against each other. It is going to give some absolute tasty ties as well. Um, going forward, we then are going to move into the top the top flight um, as well. So here we are, we've got the top flight. So Irvine Medal are absolutely rock bottom. They're still rock bottom. They've been most there for most of that season. You've got Glen Afton Athletic, who obviously had a disappointing South Challenge. We just talked about it. You've got Arthurley, who are in 14th on 11 points. You've got Troon. On 12 points, you've got Kirk and Tullet, Rob Roy, who, who again have had a really good South Challenge Cup this weekend. Um, you've got Cumnet Juniors on 15, you've got Largs on 15 and St Carrick's on 15. You've got Talbot, who have made a little bit of a resurgence, uh, who are in 8th with 17. Hurlford on 18 points, you've got Pollock on 18 points as well in 6th. You've got Gart Cairn, big spending Gart Cairn now, they've been made a certain a few amount of sign-ins, uh, who are on 20 points. You've got Ben Burb. Um, who are thereabouts as well with 22 Beath Juniors on 22 you've got Darville on in second with 24 and you've got Clyde Blank there with 28 uh, so what this is looking like as well again games in hand cup games everything else at this point in the season means that teams aren't playing on the same amount of games Clyde Bank have played 14 games Darville have played 13 24, 28 and 24 points um, respectively Beath Juniors in third have played 10 games so, I mean, they have been going through a little bit of sticky patch. Obviously, they lost to Darville midweek. Um, they lost in the South Challenge, but the man they did beat Pollock. So, I mean, Pollock. So they have got ten. They've played ten games. So they win. They win their four games. They're clear at the top of the league. 
They win three of their four games. They're, they're clearly the top of the league. You're then looking at Pollock as well. They've only played 10 games. So, again, 12 points, depending obviously who some of their games are, their games in hand are up against. Gets them right in top. It is going to be really tight. Uh, to be honest, you probably can't write off Darville either. Um, we've, I think a lot of people have written off Darville for everything that, that has happened. The dramatic, the way that they, their season finished. They beat Aberdeen. The steam kind of ran out. I mean, listen to our interviews with Jordan Rennie, who was their media head of media last season um, he talks a lot about a bit about that as well obviously just before he left Darville so I mean you can go in and listen listen to that he'll tell you that but you can see that they're, they're actually doing okay they're second in the league they've got have still got a good squad um, they've got a game in hand over Clyde Bank that can take them within a point to Clyde Bank so it is tight it's there or thereabouts Darville are probably out there with an outside chance I think Clyde Bank are with an outside chance You've still got Beath and you've still got Pollock are your two teams that you'd be looking to go. By the way, if there's anybody that's going to be going into that playoff game, it is probably going to be it's probably going to be these two. Um, I mean, even what I would say, you're going for... Um, but we're going to move on to fixtures as well. So um, rather than going through every fixture, picked a couple of ties as well. So down in the fourth division, you have a top-of-the-table clash. You've got... At McKenna Park, Glenvale are at home to St Peter's top two. As I said, there's only it's goal difference that separates these that these teams as well. So, oh, sorry, three points I should say separates these teams. Um, so I win for St Peter's. Um, we'll put them certainly well into it, and it's a Glenvale win for them. It's like basically a six point at the top of the league. You've then got Rossville in fourth against Luger, Boswell Thistle in sixth. Again. That is going to be an absolute cracking tie as well. There is two points separating these teams as well. So, I mean, at the top, that's what you're you're getting at the, the top of the table. Um, having a little bit look further down the table as well. There isn't, a, there isn't probably a standout six-pointer tie. It is mostly teams going up against teams that are higher up the league than them, to be honest. But what we'll do is we'll move on to the, the third division as well. And we'll see what's happening there. There isn't actually many... Hey, league games, a lot of the cup, the teams are in uh, cup competitions as well. So, I mean, you've got the, the likes of Darville, Darville take on Greenock Juniors, for example, um, in the West of Scotland Cup. You've got, again, teams playing against Victoria. I've got Glen Afton um, in the, the West of Scotland Cup as well. So, going there, there probably isn't that many uh, teams that are going to come up against um, each other in the league for the third division. And probably in closer inspection as well, most of these, most of the, f- like, any of the big fixtures, I should say, are going to be for the second, the first in the Premier League. Most of them are in cup competitions as well. I mean, the second division is only two league ties. You've got Neilston at home to Ashfield next week, and you've got Renfrew are at home to Peters Hill. I mean, obviously, Peters Hill near the top, Renfrew... We got a win for them as much as they've played more games. Brings them into that little, just that little scrap as well. To be honest, in the first division um, and in the Premier Division, well, you've got Clyde Banker and Meda. You've got Arthley at home to Darty to Talbot. Um, again, I win for Arthley against Talbot, who aren't the same Talbot that we all know. Bernard Holford, probably your best league tie that you've got there. Um, what I'm going to do as well. Is a, let's why not because there's a lot of these ties. Is we're going to run through the Indigo Coms West of Scotland Cup. 
and the fixtures for the weekend are as, as we go. So we've got th- Friday night, Gart Cairn, are home at St Carrick's, MTC Park. You've then got Beath Juniors, are home at Glasgow United. You've got Bells Hill Athletic, are home at Lanark United. You've got Craig Mark Burntonians versus Eastern House. You've already mentioned Darvel are at home at Greenock Juniors. You've got Fourth Wanderers are at home at Kilsouth Athletic. Glasgow Perthshire at home to Cumbernauld United. You've got Glasgow University at home to Rutherglen Glen, Rutherglen Glen Cairn, easy for me to say. You've got Irvine Victoria at home at Glen Afton Athletic. Kilburnie Lakeside, Ladeside even, are at home at St Rocks. Kilwin and Rangers are at home to Ardross and Winton Rovers. You've got Kirkintill at Rob Roy at home to Fairley Clyde. Wags Thistle are at home to Johnston Borough. Lark Hall Thistle are at home to Blantyre Victoria. Mabel Juniors are at home to Giffnick. Royal Albert at home to Carluke Rovers. Shots Bonacord are at home to Eglinton. You've got Yoker Athletic at home to Three Rovers. Troon at home to Girvan. And the. That's a round three fixture, so we'll not go into that one. Um, because the rest are all in round two at the moment. So we'll, the, that is your round two. Uh, fixtures that are going to be played this weekend, 24th, 25th of November. And that probably rounds up the just a quick summary of the West of Scotland. Uh, at the moment, there's lots of stuff going on. Um, transfers in, outs, people, what's leaving, what's happening, rumours, everything else. It's not just great when it's just me talking. So what we'll do is we'll leave that there. Um, we'll now probably go down south. and ha- Let's go down to the South East Scotland League. Um, and we can just get a quick summary as well because it's been a wee while since we've touched down there too. Here we are. We are down in South East Scotland. It's been a little while since we've touched on this as well uh, on the podcast. So first of all, let's go through the league table. You've got Newton Stewart top of the league. They've played twelve points. They've played twelve games even. They've got twenty six points. You've got behind them was the team that got relegated last year, Dalbeaty Star. They've played ten games and they are twenty five points. You've then got Cree Town, ten point ten games as well played. And they've got 24. And last season's champions, Abbey Vale, have played 12 as well. So they've played two more than the two above them. Same as Newton Stewart. And they are on 23. So they're only three points separate in the top four. Uh, you've got below that, Nithdale's Wanderers, 21 points. You've got Lockhart Thistle, you've got 19. You've got Stranraer Reserves, who are on 16. Mid Annandale, who are on 16. You've got Wigton and Bladnick. Now they've only played six games. Uh-huh, they've got four points. You've then got Upper Blad- Upper Annandale, they've played 11 games, they're on 4 points as well. You've then got Loch Marbin, who have played 13 games, they've got 4 points. And then bottom of the shop, played 10 games at St Cuthbert's Wanderers. Um, so going there, as you can see, it's really, really tight uh, going forward. In the, in the south of Scotland, it's quite hard to predict, to be perfectly honest. Um so I'm just going to have a little look. We'll get some of these fixtures on the go. Let's see. So, going forward for next week as well, there is only two league games um, because of all the other trophies and things that are going on. So you've got Lukartha Sill against Wigner and Blacknick and you've got Stranraer against Madanendale. There's your two league games. As I say. That's quite a, not a bad fixture if you're Wigner and Blacknick. You've played less games. Uh, a few wins brings you right back into the into the title picture, to be honest. Um, so what we'll do is, we've got that one, We let's go and go into the Cups as well. So, let's have a look. So the first trophy we've got is, now, I'm always horrendous at butchering names. So, here we are. So we've got the J. Hay Gordon Memorial Trophy. I say, managed that one quite well. 
Um, so we've got round two is the one that's coming up. And so we've got Upper Annandale at home to Dalbeaty Star. You've got Abbey Vale at home to St Cuthbert's. Nithia Wanderers at home to Creetown. And you've got Newton Stewart at home to Lock Mabin. So there's your four ties uh, for that one. That's what's the, the one that's coming up this weekend as well. We have the Alba Cup here for 23-24. We had the game was postponed from the 15th of November in round one, where it's mid Tail against Lockhart Thistle, which is going to be played on the 29th. And the other semi-final is going to be Lock Mybin against Nithdale Wanderers. So that's on the 9th of December. Um, I'd imagine that there should be another tie in there somewhere. I can't see it, unfortunately. Also, what we do have, obviously, there is a lot of cups, if anybody doesn't know, in the south of, south of Scotland. So the just a quick recap now. The, the ties going forward are going to be played in the new year. But in October, we had the Pots Cup. It was Stranraer, 5, Wigton, Blagnick, Nil. You've got Upper Annandale and Creetown was postponed, but that's going to be played into the new year. You've got Lacar Thistle, uh, beat Madanandale 4-1. St Cuthbert Wanderers lost 3-2 to Lockmaybin. You've got Queen of the South, that is correct, Queen of the South of League One. Um, they played Dalbeaty Star in 1-6-3. And Lowenly Gretna 2008 beat Newton Stewart 5-1. Um, so obviously we have got the upper end deal, Creetown is going to be played into the next year. And it also leaves Abbeyvale against Stranraer Reserves. You've got Luke Mabin versus Gretna 2008. And Nisdale Wanderers versus Lockhart Thistle. And what you'll probably find is that Queen of the South will play the winners of Upper, De- upper Annandale versus Creetown. Because that, by powers of deduction, is the one that is missing. So uh, there we are. So this is all the, the cups. As I said, it is very... It feels like it's very confusing, but at the same time, it's what keeps it going. And I mean, we have got the League Cup as well for the South of Scotland. Quite a few postponements. Um, so, at the moment, they obviously Upper Annandale versus Stranraer. That was meant to be the 18th. That was postponed. The Creetown, which lost 2-0 to Lockhart Thistle. Um, Abbey Vale versus Dalbeaty Star was postponed too. And Nisdale Wanderers lost three, uh, 4-3 to Newton Stewart um, so that's up to date, that's round 2 of the competition of course um, so going forward as I said I'm recording this on the 18th so these games should have been um, obviously done today so again again, there's your your teams there and back in October we also had the Cree Lodge Cup which was Stranraer 3, Whiten and Blacktop now Dalbeaty Star 3, Madanandale 1, the Upper Annandale Abbey Vale was postponed. That's going to be played in the next year. And you've got Nisdale Wanderers versus 5, St Cuthbert's nil. And finally, going through all the cups, just at the start of the year, we had the Tweedy Cup. We had Lockhart Thistle 3, A3, Mid Annandale nil. Upper Annandale 3, Creetown 2. Nisdale Wanderers 8, Wigton and Blacktop nil. Newton Stewart 7, Stranraer nil. So that's your... Round one of that one. There's not been any draws or anything else further forward for that fiction that yet. But I mean, we'll keep you updated. We do like to try and talk Scottish football as much as we can, of course, uh, on part of the bus. And we obviously this is part of the the roundup for the Lowland League, Lowland League region, I should say, um, for the these teams. And I mean, that's going forward. There is only 
there isn't that many teams within the south of Scotland, but obviously they do do a quite a lot, a quite a good job of playing the fixtures. Obviously, uh, for the twelve teams, but obviously you've got cup games all over the shop. Plus, obviously your your big cups. I think most of these teams are out of the the big cups, such as the Scottish and the South Challenge. But that's it is what it is. Um, going forward, just going a quick summary of the league table. It is so tight at the top, as I said earlier. It's so tight at the top. Um, there's four, three, four teams that could win it. Um, I also mentioned that Blackton and Blandock have only played six games. They're only on four points. It's quite a big task to get themselves if they were to get themselves back into it. But I think going forward, it's going to be interesting to see near the top of the league. Um, and hopefully, we can we'll come back to this when there is not just me talking, and we can go through in a little bit more details, and we'll get some more updates on all these cups as well. And I think it's quite interesting. It's quite good that you've got the Gretna and Queen of the South are getting involved as well. Um, getting some game times, getting some runouts, um, whatever it is, and brings just that little bit extra to the league too. So, yeah, definitely keep eyes on the south of Scotland. And what we want to do is we want to get someone on to have a wee chat. Um, in regards to the south of Scotland, I do have obviously had a little bit of chat with the manager of South Cuthbert's online, and I do apologise. Everything has got away with me. Uh, just with life and everything else at the moment, but I um, I want to get a wee interview with with yourself, and I want to get an extra few people for the south, for the west, and anybody for the east as well. We want to get some few chats as well, get a just to promote Scottish football too. But yeah, I mean that's probably south of Scotland all wrapped up, um, and let's go back east a bit closer to home for myself anyway, um, and let's go back to the east of Scotland. So if there ever there was a set a league setup that I probably know do most about, it is the east of Scotland. I live in East of Scotland. My team's based in East of Scotland. My obviously East of Scotland, like junior team X is is obviously East of Scotland as well. So I mean everything is East of Scotland. So I could, let's go. What I want to do is go through this as well. We'll start at the bottom. We'll work our way up. Um, top of the third division, you've got Bathgate, uh, Thistle, thirty-one points. Harthill Royal, who are absolutely flying for last year. Um, they're on twenty-eight, and you've got West Calder, twenty-four points. Hoycroft, Albert and Pumferston that are probably within touching distance of those teams I mean down the bottom, Livingston United uh, two points you've got Linden Hotspur, new team in the league of course and they're on three points and Lock Gelly Albert on seven points now Linton Hotspur, I was there today we'll come on to that in a little more a little while um, just because we'll cover some of the cups within the East of Scotland as well and I mean, it's a new side. Um, probably fill in some teething problems as well. But again, at the top, it's going. To, it's quite tight. I don't know too much more about Bathgate to be perfectly honest. But I think that the they're doing. They have built up quite well. Obviously, some of the better teams are now out of that division. So it is a case of building up uh, on where they're going. And obviously, the way they want to go is the second division. But that's where we're going now. We will go up into the second division. And no surprise, top of the second division with two games in hand, but a four-point lead is Bonus Athletic, who have followed up winning the third division last season at a canter by basically doing exactly the same thing. They lost their star strikers, lost three of them. Obviously, Tiwi Daramola, he went to Kelly Hearts. Dylan Parson went up to Linlithgow Rose, and Grant Rose is playing up north uh, for Hermes. And to be honest, it's not really affected them. 
when they've lost one game and they looked a little bit had a little bit of chink in their armour at one point. But being honest, it's not they're still they're so far in front in the league. They've got two games in hand over Armadale who came up with them last season. Um so I think it's probably going to be there league already. We're only in November of course. Um and we're going to for covering cups of course. Again they gave Lowland League Linlithgow Rose an absolute scudding as well in the East of Scotland Cup. But um, it's one of these is that they're two top. They've obviously got little bits of leagues. You've got still in uni reserves, uh, 24 points. You've got Dalkey Thistle, um, who are on fourth with 21 points. Edinburgh College, who have got a game in hand. No, don't, sorry. They've now lost their games that they had in 21. And just because of the games in hand, they've got Edinburgh South, 18 points. 23 games in hand above the teams above them so they're not far off the promotion places either um, down the bottom of the league what you're looking at you've got Tweedmouth Rovers bottom of the league 3 points Ormiston Primrose 7 points Newborough on 7 and Edinburgh United are on 9 uh, so they are your bottom teams you've got Peebles that are just sitting outside there as well uh, to be honest it's probably it's quite a good league um, I think most of the, the top is probably just about settled probably argue that the bottom sides have just not far been settled either to be honest um, going up to the top um, so going to the top uh, sorry where the, the first division I should say um, top of the league's Whitburn they are on 27 points you've got Dunty Camelin on 27 points St Andrews on 27 points and Newton Green Star on 27 points you've got Dunny Pacer in 5th with 25 points uh -huh. so Probably anything, any of those five teams are your, your three to go up. You've got Whitburn. Whitburn, obviously, they've got a game in hand over Camelin. Camelin have been a really, really good running form lately. Obviously, they've seven away games and wins on the bounce. Not just league games, of course. There's some of them are cup. But they have been on a, quite a really good running form at the moment. You've got St Andrews, again, really good running form. I mean, they're, they're all are, to be honest. Newton Green Star probably had started a little bit sluggish. Um, and in this position, because they've played three games more than everybody else, they're on 15. Uh, Camelin, St Andrews and Dunna Pace are all on 12 each, uh, and Whitburn are on 11. So, I mean, top of the first division, like last season, it is going to be tight. Nobody really is trying to break away as such. Whitburn themselves are probably got a little bit of fright in one of the cups today. Um, but we'll come on to that later um, against... Um, I came come on that a little bit later. Going down near the bottom, it's yeah, it's a little bit tighter, uh, to be honest. So you've got bottom of the league again. Unfortunately, it's very leading. So what we'll do is we'll talk about a game that we went that I went to, that was basically a top v bottom Whitburn versus Vale leading, um, and it finished ten one to Whitburn, and they looked absolutely dominant. Um, and it was probably a sad, a sad state of affairs for Vale Leithen that day. Um, they just couldn't get out, and I think that's where they've been going for the last two years um, or three seasons. It is now obviously out of the Lowland League. They fell through the through the first of it. They fell through the Lowland League. They fell through the trap door of the East of Scotland as well. And I think now they are going to probably fall through into the second division. We talk about it all the time. They're going to bottom out at some point. But where they bottom out, I'm not really too sure. I mean, just above, I say just above them, but the team above them is Oakley. They've got five points. Obviously, they were East, they were East of Scotland Premier teams last year as well. 
Um, and they're obviously looks like they're going to be, could be a second division side next season too. And then it's just that little bit more bunched up. You've got Leith Athletic on 11. You've got Heddy Watt Uni on 11. You've got Whitehill Welfare uh, on 14. Lockwood on 15. Army Rangers on 16. You've got Preston Athletic on 17 and Blackburn on 17. Again, another team that needs to be really going back up. And then a couple of teams above them, Ross I think, are Cody on 19. So eight points separate, 6th and 14th. So that's how tight it is in these leagues, obviously, as we know. All it takes is a little bit of running form in all these all these teams as well. And then suddenly you're, you're everywhere. Um, and again, some of these teams are doing putting together cup runs and cup wins and everything else. Um, but again, going up, going forward, I wouldn't want to pick anybody going up into the Premier at the moment. So let's have a wee look. We'll go into the Premier as well. The Premier East of Scotland Premier is basically Brock's bonds, I think, to lose. They've they've basically they have an eight point lead over Genefield Swiss. They do have played two more league games, of course, but again, that still leaves them top of the league. Uh, Genefield second, twenty nine. You've got Musselburgh, who are finding their feet now. Everybody thought they might have been challenging Brock's bond. But they, they have just that little bit behind. They're 10 points behind by a game, game in hand. So again, that closes the gap a little bit. Newly promoted Dunbar United. They're obviously now on their fourth with 27 points. You've got Hutchie Vale, or, 25, 20, or fifth with 25. Socky, who are toiling at the start of the season, who are sitting in sixth uh, with 25. You've got Haddington on 22. You've got Pennycook Athletic on 20. You've got Dundonald on 19, Tynecastle on 16, Hillybeath on 14, Crossgates and Inverkeith on 11 each, Glenrothes, who are on 9, but they've had 3 points deducted. Um, you've got Lancarty on 6 points, and you've got Canul on 4 points. Now, going through the whole league table, um, I talk about teams that have started poorly. Socky definitely started poorly. Folk thought they'd been up there challenging. It hasn't really been the case. They started really badly. They built themselves a little bit of momentum, um, and they, they were going for it. I mean, Dunbar obviously scalped them at the start of the season. Um, I think Hutchie Vale beat them at the start of the season as well. Two teams directly above them um, as well. So you, going further down, kind of no talk about East of Scotland. I'm not going to talk about Pennycook. So, I mean, going f- we went to we had obviously went to Dunbar. We beat them. Um, then had Haddington at home, you got a point there, and then you went up to Sockey last weekend, the 11th, you got a, and we, we got a good result, we were 2-0 down, uh, got a goal just before half time, levelled that, and then got a late winner, that's an absolute cracking result, you know what, it keeps us there or thereabouts for a, 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 probably a strong end to the season hopefully, things are starting to come together, obviously we, we had a cup game that was called off and we, we'll go into cups and everything else now we will. Um, so no, I think it, personally it's a feeling a wee bit more positive going further down the bottom. Lancarty recently just changed their manager. Talking to them, you've got Canil at the bottom and Glen Northis just above them as well. I think and Verkeithen have had a change in management too, and it is quite tight. It is probably tight fourteenth, probably eleventh within that. So I say it's only four positions, but I mean any of those any of those teams could be sucked into it as well. Tynecastle are probably just that bit out here, but again, that's how the league tables are looking. Um, there's no East of Scotland, or we'll get the East of Scotland fixtures, I should say, in a minute. But Broxburn flying, absolutely flying. We will go and have a look at some of the cups because this weekend that we record, that I'm recording, I should say, is Cup weekend. So where are we? 
So, like everything, it is cups that are scattered all over the place, to be perfectly honest, just because of teams and fixtures and all the other competitions that teams are playing. But, um, for example, we've got the Easter Scotland Qualifying Cup and some of these games are they were played over last week, week before, just trying to fit them all in. I mean, just this month, we have, we've got, well, some games were postponed, obviously, weather, you know what weather's like, with Berwick Rangers, East of Scotland Qualifying Cup, beat came on 3-2, that was end of October. You're then looking through the fixtures, obviously Dundonald had anything got postponed, we then had midweek fixtures, where Broxburn beat Bathgate 2-1, Dunbar beat Armadale 4-0, and the biggest shock, and we talk about shocks as well, is that when Lithgow's, it was Lithgow's one, Bonesh United five, um, and that probably just highlighted that just that little bit of a, a bit, just a wee bit of transition, um, oh, mini crisis maybe at Lithgow, maybe it could be again, but it's a team that's just went up. We talked about that in the last podcast as well. It's probably nothing to worry about as such already. We then had this weekend as well your Genefield six, Coldstream one. Done a pace two, Berwick Rangers now. Yep, that's correct. Done a pace two, Lone League Berwick Rangers now. But again, how serious has Berwick Rangers taken it? And again, Lancarty and Pennycook was meant to be this weekend, but it's probably going to be played next weekend when it goes through fixtures. We had the King Cup. Um, so it's teams that play out with the top flight in the East of Scotland. So we had Honest Rangers 1, Dalkey Thistle 0, local derby. You had Bathgate Thistle, Bathgate Thistle 1, East Houses Lily 3. Bonus Athletic 6, Whitburn 2. That's an absolute frightening result for, for that. We've just talked about Bonus in the East of Scotland Cup beating Linlithgow. Again, they've been beat Whitburn, who are a team above them, a league above them, flying as it were, top of the first division. And... The interesting about the whole thing is that the Whitburn team had to do their um, team talk at halftime in the stand. Um, so yeah, there we are. That's your, that's absolutely mental for the one today. You've got Burnt Island, Edinburgh United was postponed. Linton Hotspur 1, Preston Athletic 7. It's the game I was at today. Lovely little setup down in West Linton. Cracking. Uh, you go down, pitch, beautiful. You've got the wee pavilion. It's obviously it's poor cabins at the moment, but what I don't know what else you expect. Lovely bits of decking uh, for you to walk around. You've got your pavilion and everything else. Your buy your pies and everything. Little stand at the side, really good. You've got your railings that you can walk right up it. Pisses me off a little bit when you teams don't let you go behind the goals, but I think that's just my preference more than anything else. I think when it came to the game, you could see the difference in quality. Preston Athletic, a seasoned East of Scotland side, first and foremost, experience. Just that we had that wee bit more about them. They will be devastated they didn't go on more than 1-0 up at half-time. They had chances after chances. Bad decision-making, maybe bits of bad luck. It just didn't fall to them, so it was 1-0 at half-time. They scored two early goals. Second half was 3-0 within... It was an extra... scored two within five minutes. And basically, the game was over as such. The Linton got themselves back into the game. If you could say the goalkeeper came charging out, brought the boy down. Penalty... I've seen it being sent off, the goal has been sent off this season for the, exactly the same thing. He wasn't, he got booked, it's 3-1. And then just that bit more quality took over, to be honest. And it was something that probably you'd think they'll be disappointed with. They, they lost so many goals from crosses um, and just silly defending. But it's something that they'll learn. They'll learn they're, they're coming through the league now, um, first season in. And it will get better for them. 
as they as they progress. You've got Lockhorn versus Edinburgh Community was postponed. Newton Grange Star versus Loch Ely was 4-2 to Newton Grange. You've got Oakley and Hoyk was postponed. Armadale beat Stirling Uni 3-1. Falthouse what 3, Edinburgh College 2. Livy Nil came on 7, which I'd absolutely had a bet the mortgage on. Ormiston, Primrose, Vale Eden and Pumphurst and Newborough were both postponed and Resythe won 6-2. So that's your, that's your King Cup. Um, we'll get cup draws updated. I can't find them at the moment, uh, unfortunately, but it doesn't mean they're not there. Um, now, what we'd also have is we've got the Alex Jack Cup. So the Alex Jack Cup, uh, the winner of this cup will go against the winners of a cup in the west of Scotland and the east of Scotland, the south of Scotland, and the winner will go into the big Scottish Cup, the same way that Lancarty got in last year. So the semi-finals are Arniston Rangers are against Bowness. Now that was initially postponed um, on the 28th of October, and that's going to be played on the 25th of November. So this weekend coming up, you've got you inherit what you knew versus Resyth. Now that finished one all on the day. And then it was 540 penalties to Heriot Watt. So the winners will play Heriot Watt University. It was eventually this it was meant to be final weekend, 26th next week, next Sunday. But again, we need to get the semi-final out the road first and first and foremost as well. So Bones Athletic flying in East, the East of Scotland uh, Cup. They're flying in the Alex Jack Cup. They could get to a final. And they probably are going to get quite far in the King Cup as well to be perfectly honest so I mean this is where we are at the East of Scotland at the moment uh, in all these leagues I think that it's I love it I generally just do love it and I, it seems way, way strange way to end the podcast to be honest but everything for the West of Scotland keeping tabs on everything the South of Scotland I keep quite an eye on it do I still understand it probably not but again and I'm really really involved in the East of Scotland as well um with Pennycook, I was meant to go up to Lancarty today. I didn't. I decided to go nip down the road over to, to Linton Hotspur instead. Again, it is, it is really good just to, to catch that as well. So, I mean, going forward, we'll see see where it goes. Um, it's just been a little recap. I mean, it's we're nearly at 50 minutes now. Um, just me talking, but it's 50 minutes of me talking about... Um, about non-league Scottish football, giving it a lot, just that little bit extra there. Uh, for the Lowland League area within there as well. So, I mean, I think that's going to be it at the moment. We have been part of the bus. We are proudly sponsored by Scharna. It is the clothing company with a Swedish soul based in Scotland. As part of the bus listeners, you can get yourself 10% off. All you need to do is go into the show notes or write this down. It's Park the Bus Pod. Use that promo code and you will get 10% off all your orders. There's plenty of winter gear just coming in as well now. Bobble hats get keep your heat keep your head warm um jumpers hoodies jackets the whole shebang go and get yourself kitted out for the winter by using sharna so again thank you very much just now uh thank you for listening and hopefully we'll be back next time we talk about scottish non-league east west and south of scotland it will be just more than me but just wanted to get a wee a wee quick recap of what's been happening over the last couple of weeks where we are sitting with these leagues at the moment and then we'll go from there. So again, thank you very much for listening.